Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. How's morale? Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. How was your weekend? The highs and lows, the good, the bad, the ugly. A week from today, we'll be at the Fountain Blue in Las Vegas. Chiefs will also be out there and San Francisco 49ers. We uh, usually spend this day, and usually after playoff games, we'll talk about the teams that lost. We spend a lot of time talking about the Lions, also the Ravens. And uh, later in the week, we'll spend more time talking about the teams that are going to the Super Bowl. The Niners are favored by one. It'll probably stay that way. Most of the sports books don't think that uh, Kansas City will be favored going into the Super Bowl. Not that Patrick Mahomes cares. When he's an underdog, it feels like, He's even more dangerous. He wins outright. A lot of people had the Lions money line yesterday. Most common bet, the Lions beating the Niners straight up. What happens is we bet emotionally. People in Vegas who make money as gamblers, they don't let emotion factor in. Yet people who were, they wanted Baltimore in because they didn't want Kansas City in. That's not a good strategy. Hey, I'm going to take the Lions. It's a better story. Now, for me, content-wise, the Lions winning yesterday, that's a better story. The Lions going to the Super Bowl is a better story than San Francisco. San Francisco does have star power there. But the Lions in that story, and if they could get to a Super Bowl, if they could win a Super Bowl, if they would beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. The Ravens at home, two-time MVP, and you can't really muster much offense there. Kansas City's defense is even better than what we thought. It wasn't about Patrick Mahomes yesterday. It was about 
Travis Kelsey. It was about Isaiah Pacheco. It was about that defense. But Mahomes just sort of fills in. Where there's a crack here, I got to fill in, put some putty over there. You know, it's just whatever you need him to do. Scramble to make a big play. Uh, take what is there for you know you know not forcing those things. Lamar Jackson was forcing things, and did not play well at all. And I kept wondering at one at what point does John Harbaugh say to Lamar Jackson, Lamar, just go, just go, whatever you whatever you feel, whatever you think. You don't have to, you know, abide by uh, Todd Munkin's offensive uh, game plan here. Let's go. We got to we got to get it going now or we're we're going to be left behind. And he stayed in the pocket. Uh there were times when he could have run. And I still don't understand that. If that's what you do, I got to ride you as long as I can. Like Cam Newton was not going to beat you from the pocket. He could certain times, but I wanted Cam to be Cam. Michael Vick to be Michael Vick. You know, Steve Young would do that, too. Like, take it, go, put pressure on them. I never felt like Kansas City had pressure. That defense had pressure on them. But with Lamar Jackson, I mean, I got basket. you know, football Steph Curry. Put pressure on him. Make him do something. Maybe make a mistake there. And I never felt like Kansas City thought, we got to make sure we stop Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Pauline. And I know it's the other game, but Brock Purdy went that direction. He ran the ball six times yesterday. I looked it up. He averages 2.4 rushing attempts per game. He ran way out of his mind because of the situation. He didn't slide because of the situation. Lamar Jackson tackling him has got to be the toughest thing in sports. I would think it would be one of the tougher ones. You put him out in space. The uh, Chiefs currently underdogs in the Super Bowl. Third straight game in which the Chiefs will be the underdog. Patrick Mahomes 9-3 and three outright as an underdog. Start of the day, 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 start of the day. Start of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. By the way, just in time for Valentine's Day, we restocked with some of our more popular flavors of moonshine. Salted caramel is awesome. Peppermint as well. Uh, which is basically chocolate in a bottle, available at danpatrick.com. All right, Seton, poll question. Recap hour one, and what's the question we're going to go with? Hour two. Well, I'm not sure if we could go. We got options for hour two. Okay. Um, but I'm not I'm not 100% sure if you're going to love it. Uh, Dan Campbell and the Lions repeatedly going for it on fourth down on Sunday instead of going for a field goal. Bad decision, good decision, bad result. Yeah. Uh, right now, 57% of the audience have that as a bad decision. Yeah. That's not overwhelming. No, no, because I think it was, once again, I'm going to trust the coach more than I am myself. Um, but if you're going on analytics, that's what I don't know. What role did analytics play? I, I want analytics to be something I consider. I don't want it to be the rule or, the you know, this is the law. This is what we're going to do. But if this is who you are and you're confident where you are, the play you're going to call, and you know, San Francisco did a good job adjusting to that. Yes, uh, Seton. Um, so we have another option here for you. Okay. Uh, more disappointing into the season, Lions or Ravens? Ravens at home. Ravens had arguably the best team in football. Yeah. And should have advanced. They should have. Yeah. 
that's got to be pretty disappointing rather than or, or or I'm not saying as opposed to or whatever, but there's there's a certain level of expectations there for sure that this was the year the Chiefs are down. We're rolling. Yeah, I don't know if we look at the Ravens losing as crushing as we do the Lions because the Lions were up by 17, but on the road, whereas the Ravens really never got into it where it felt like it was a crushing loss. But that's but that's exactly the problem. They it's I'm not necessarily saying that the Ravens was as crushing, but it's definitely disappointing. You guys no showed yeah. in that game. Yeah. You have one of the like the most explosive offenses you could possibly imagine. Your defense is phenomenal, and you guys no show in that game. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it still feels like it's the Lions that they would win that as, as opposed to the Ravens. But you know, the Ravens had blown out people. You know, they won quite a few games by double digits. Yeah. They went to San Francisco, beat them. Like they they weren't afraid of anybody. And you just you kept thinking, all right, I, I thought as I watched that game, the Ravens were om- they almost felt like they were entitled to win that game and they were going to the Super Bowl. It just it they didn't play with that uh almost an underdog mentality. And you kind of have to go out there every game and feel like nobody thinks we're going to do this. Oh, we got to prove ourselves. It didn't feel like Baltimore felt that. It felt like, all right, you know, we're at home. We'll win this game. We're going to the Super Bowl. Kind of like the Cowboys. When the Cowboys were talking about that, where, you know, Dak Prescott's saying, oh, we've got to get, uh, you know, Louis Vuitton for LV for Las Vegas. Got to get some uh, LV luggage. Like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. And I think going out there and, and proving yourself, nobody thought we would be here. And then playing like that, acting like that. Uh, I didn't get that from the Ravens. But I, I do think more attention will be on the Lions because it's the Lions getting that far and what that story could have been. And you were up 17 points. Yeah, more. I did respect the Lions fans for coming out to Levi Stadium because you saw blue sprinkled all over the stadium. Yeah. I'm sure for a lot of them. Well, it's once in a lifetime. Exactly. Like, legit, Eminem was out there, Barry Sanders, everyone. Hey, this might never, ever happen again in their lifetimes. Yes, Paul. I just can't imagine that morning flight from San Francisco back to Detroit, though, because you know it's probably a, there's probably like a 7 a.m. flight today with 75% oh, yeah. Lions fans and mm. wearing your gear. Mm. You picked up a bunch of gear during the week. Probably didn't sleep. No sleep. Yeah. Just a plane full of depression. And and pretzels, just ugh. yeah. Oh, start drinking early. Oh, I'd be knee deep in a bloody mary. Eight seven seven three DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dp show. Say good morning. Those watching on Peacock, that's our streaming partner, or listening on our radio affiliates. We're in four hundred cities around America. So you have Mister Irrelevant proving he's relevant. He's playing in the Super Bowl and Brock Purdy. He's the third Mister Irrelevant to play in the Super Bowl. Uh, Marty Moore is the first Mr. Irrelevant to win a Super Bowl. He was uh, Mr. Irrelevant. He was a linebacker with the Patriots when uh, they won the Super Bowl. Ryan Suckup, he uh, was a Mr. Irrelevant as well. The first Mr. Irrelevant to start and win a Super Bowl, he did with the Buccaneers. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. 
I think we've asked the question before. If your last name's Suckup, would you change the pronunciation to Sukup? <laughs> At some point in the lineage? Yeah. Suckup. You suck up. How many times do you think he heard that in school or the coach? Oh, okay, Mr. Suck up. Uh, a, yes, you're speaking to me. He's a total suck up. Yeah. Yes, Tom. Yeah, whatever you accomplish in life is totally downgraded by your suck up personality. So yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. Wasn't there a kicker a few years ago for Pittsburgh, Chris Blewett? Yeah. Wasn't he West Virginia? West Virginia, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Pitt or West Virginia somewhere. That's one where you like. Blue A or something. Put a tilde in there or an accent or something. Especially if you're a kicker. Yeah. In there, golfer, Shank. Yeah. You know, I think there's a guy, guy on tour now. Shanks. Shank. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Uh, some phone calls here. We'll talk to Lewis Riddick, ESPN football analyst. He'll join us. Best and worst of the weekend. We will give you ours as well. Jason McCourty. Jason was doing the uh, Ravens and the Chiefs on Westwood One Radio. He'll join us coming up as well. Uh, Mark in Myrtle Beach leads us off Hour 2 on this Monday. Hi, Mark. Good morning, Dan and the Danettes. How y'all doing this morning? Great. Yep, great. Yeah, my best and worst for the weekend, brother. It's, uh, my best, well, that's my butt, that's my butt barking, but my best for the weekend was both of the best teams, I think, are going to be in a Super Bowl. And my worst was the whipping that the Celtics took at home to the Clippers, which was, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> But, uh, I, Dan, I just got something um, to tell Fritzy, who hasn't even said – seems like Fritzy's been calm this morning and hasn't said much, like he's a closet Detroit fan or something. But um, I got something for Fritzy about his uh, his kidney stones. I got something that can help him out if he's interested. It's uh, called sodium bicarbonate. You can get it. It uh, comes in 10 milligrams. Um, you can get it at like uh, through Amazon or at any of your um, uh, stores where pharmacies – and uh, and if he takes that like six of those three times a day, they get two, two, and two. And I haven't had kidney stones. A doctor told me about this like 20 years ago, and I haven't had them. All and right. Well, thank you, Mark. Sodium bicarbonate. Yeah, thank you, Mark. Yeah. We were, we were waiting for that. We were waiting for that phone call today about your kidney stones. Thank God we got it. I've been taking potassium citrate. I hope I'm on the right thing. But yeah. sodium bicarbonate. Yeah, sodium bicarbonate. Yes. If you've ever had kidney stones, then uh, anybody who offers advice, then you would certainly uh, factor that into your... Yeah, day. you don't want them. Mm-hmm. And you don't want really? them again. You, you don't want them. You don't want kidney stones. And if you've had them, <laughs> where it took a procedure to get them out, you definitely don't want it And again. you don't want like a sports hernia. Like there's a lot of yeah. things you don't want. You don't want bowel resections. There's a lot of things you don't want. Yes, yes, simple. Is there an injury or affliction you would want? I can't see anyone aspiring to anything. Like, I don't know. Let me ask Ton. Is there anything that you would actually want? Probably not. Yeah, I guess yeah, most you want to kind of feel good. Yeah. And, you know, you don't want migraine headaches. You don't want it's polyps. Like when somebody gets hit in a football game, and then they'll be like, you know, oh man, that, that that's got to hurt. Yeah, it's got to hurt playing football, or you know, throw the interception. Oh, I'd like to have that one back. Really? You think he would? Like sometimes these things are obvious. An occasional Charlie horse isn't terrible, but beyond that, you don't really. Mo in Arizona. Hi, Mo. What's on your mind today? Damn, damn that. Man, let's boost up the morale around here, man. Uh, <laughs> just so excited, man. Uh, uh, my worst of the weekend was the first half of that game. My best of the weekend was watching Jesus himself bounce that ball off the defender's face and drop it in Ayuk's hand, and I just knew we were going to win. <laughs> All I can say is, uh, Brock Purdy, man, you go, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, 
He's the man. Yep. All right. Thank you, Mo. I know Mo is a big Brock Purdy fan there. Uh, terrible pass. Should have been picked off. Imagine if that thing's picked off. Like, we're giving him credit for that completion. That's Brandon Ayuk who, you know, salvaged something out of there. I thought what Brock Purdy did really well was his ability to run, extend some plays, get some first downs there, because that was something that I'm sure Detroit did not factor in. Yes, Paul? How would you describe Brock Purdy's running style? <laughs> I think Seton has a, a good description of Brock Purdy's running style. Um. Yeah, let's see. I'm going to have to – it's a little bit more of a visual thing, but oh. he kind of looks like a little brother sometimes running out there. Like, his little legs are running so fast, and it's like, look at that little guy go! <laughs> yeah. It Sometimes you can look – you try to look like you're running hard, like fast. Yeah. You're not running fast, but you'll see this with little kids when they're going, man, I am fast. Like, oh, there he goes. Man. Look at that. I can't catch him. All, oh, right. All right. Look at that little guy. Those yeah. little legs. Do, 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 yeah. do, like do, some do. people look like like a gazelle when they're running. You're like, wow, that is, look, that's gorgeous. He was like, eh, there he goes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Paul. I enjoy so much when non-running quarterbacks run. Like, remember when Eli Manning would run? And it was just like, what's he doing? And you're like, you think it's going to just fall apart like Forrest Gump with the stuff, the braces on his legs? Things are just going to start flying all over? He looked like a giraffe running around the Serengeti. Yeah. Well, when Brady would run, too, oh. like you'd, you'd just be lumbering there. <laughs> and you're going, is this in slow motion? <laughs> no, 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 no. That, this, that's, that's actual real speed. All right, more phone calls coming up. We'll check in with Lewis Riddick. Always appreciate him and his analysis. The uh, ESPN football analyst will join us uh, coming up right after this. Take a break. Back after this Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's nothing like a great night's sleep. Every great day starts the night before. Quality sleep can help boost your reaction time and recovery time and performance. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your one-of-a-kind, ever-evolving sleep needs. So how do you take it to the next level? 
Sleep Number smart beds let you choose the ideal comfort, the firmness on each side. Two beds in one, that's your sleep number. Mine is 75. The beds automatically respond and adjust to your movements, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed, only $1,599. Save $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only to Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or... Check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. More phone calls coming up. By the way, I'm looking at second-half stats by the Kansas City Chiefs. They didn't do anything. Nothing. And, uh, you know, maybe we saw that Baltimore defense we thought we were going to see. But give credit to Kansas City's defense because they went toe-to-toe and then some and shutting down the Ravens. Let's bring in Lewis Riddick. He is uh, part of the uh, uh, college football and NFL coverage there. Uh, ESPN NFL college football analyst and uh, former Washington and Eagles director of pro personnel. Lewis, thanks for joining us. Explain to me what the Chiefs defense did to Lamar Jackson. Well, I think it's kind of a twofold thing, uh, Dan. I think first and foremost, early on, you could see that Steve Spagnuolo said, hey, look, we're going to try and make this a one-dimensional game, make this a passing game for you. So, when you come out and you try to run the football early in the game, we're going to play some very, very tight up at the line, eight-man fronts. And our guys, our offense, our defense line is going to fire off this ball. Our linebackers are coming downhill. And we're going to try and discourage you and try and get into the head of, off, of offensive coordinator Todd Monk and get you out of that thinking that you can run against us. Because if we can get you into a one-dimensional game, we'll take our chances you throw in the football. And he played right into that. Todd Monk and, and the offensive game plan played right into that, and that's when Spags had him exactly where he wanted him. Because from there, he unleashed the five- and six-man pressures, lots of man coverage in the back end, which they're very, very good at anyway. Mm. Chris Jones was – I mean, you start being able to time up the snap count. You start getting a rhythm as a pass rusher. You start getting a rhythm as far as what routes they're trying to throw, and Lamar never looked comfortable. So as soon as he got him out of thinking – that they could run the football and stay two-dimensional, which was a mistake on their part, then they had them because that is exactly what they wanted. That's what they wanted to do going in. I'm wondering as we move forward, just like we did with Nikola Jokic, he won back-to-back MVPs. And I think he lost the third one because 
we thought he's never done anything in the postseason. Mm -hmm. And it did factor in, I think, in the voting that he's going to be a three-time, you know, back-to-back-to-back. And then Joel Embiid, who had a wonderful season, we saw what Joker did in the playoffs. He won the title. Mm -hmm. I wonder if we're going to do that with Lamar Jackson, that here he has two MVPs now, but he has very little postseason success, that do voters look at him differently? And I know the postseason doesn't factor in on the regular season voting, but is he going to be viewed differently that he won these MVPs but had nothing really to show for it in the postseason. I don't think there's any question that it'll play a part because they're human beings that are voting. People don't forget. And maybe that's part of the whole MVP voting process that maybe needs to be reevaluated as far as, you know, look, I think some of the people who are voting for MVP obviously understand that regular season and postseason success are totally different animals. And if you're really going to be considered one of the greats of all time, what do most people kind of use as the standard for that? It's what you do in the postseason, right? And so MVP is supposed to represent, you know, in you know, as we move on through history, it's supposed to represent a, a significant, significant achievement. Achievement. You're the most valuable player, not during the regular season, but overall for your football team. You're supposed to be a guy who impacts winning at the highest level at the most crucial, crucial times. And so people are going to say, well, Lamar wasn't able to impact his football team and help lead them to wins at the most crucial of times. And that, like, being the situation yesterday. Now, there's a number of different reasons why things didn't go the way they went yesterday, and some of that has to do with him. There's no doubt about that. A lot of it has to do also with, could they have been more balanced? Sure. Can you? Should you give a ton of credit to the Kansas City Chiefs defense There is absolutely no question. But to get back to your question, for sure, Lamar knows this, you know this, I know this, we all know this. He will be judged based upon what he does in the postseason the same way we're judging Dak Prescott, the same way we judge Josh Allen, and the same reason why we love Tom Brady and why right now, well, not right now, when it's all said and done, we'll love Patrick Mahomes and put him at the very top. Explain to me how Travis Kelsey finds these openings <laughs> when you know what I, I was tweeting about this yesterday so i was kind of losing my mind about this like <laughs> okay free access to guys like travis kelsey meaning you let them off the line of scrimmage and let them kind of work against it's not really spot drop zone meaning you just kind of run to a spot and look at the quarterback it's more man match zone meaning you match guys once they come into your zone but nevertheless he he's too good to allow him to play positional basketball basically against you especially when you have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes who was on the same page as him where you kind like they they kind of like to have this unspoken uh communication to where he knows where to move slide find zone voids and Patrick is just so good at being able to determine and well first of all move defenders where he wants them with his eyes with pump face ball face whatever you want to call them and then they're able to just kind of pick you apart now Two of Travis's best catches yesterday were against man coverage situations where Patrick could only put it like on the first on the fourth down conversion where he's rolling right. They have it shut down and he comes back and he throws that high pass, that high deep crosser to to Travis Kelsey, where that's a Hall of Fame throw, a Hall of Fame catch by a Hall of Fame quarterback and a Hall of Fame tight end. And his first touchdown against Kyle Hamilton is also man coverage. So you're sitting there going, look, we have our best guy, Kyle Hamilton. First team All Pro on their best player, and he just won. 
Yeah. So sometimes there's nothing you can really do. But when on the during the times when you can do something, like not allowing him free access, not allowing him to pick you apart against zone defense, that drives me nuts. And um look, he's made a, he's made a living off of that his entire career. And that's why now what he's the most productive postseason pass catcher in the history of the NFL. <laughs> Not by accident. He's good, but a lot of people have helped him get there in terms of poor defensive structure and game plan. Talking to the mothership's Lewis Riddick, if you were in the Lions locker room at halftime, mm. what would you be saying to your teammates, if anything? So I, look, I, you know, if I was if I was on the team, I would I would be saying this: Hey, look, we're dominating the line of scrimmage. We're literally knocking these guys senseless off the ball. Let's keep running it with Jameer and David. Let's keep trying to make sure we get it to Sam, get it to Amon Ra. Jared, just be smart with the football. And defense, hey, look, we're going to make sure that Debo doesn't get loose. We're going to make sure that, you know, that Brandon doesn't get behind us. And we'll be all right. We're, we're, we're going to be fine. Just keep doing what you're doing. But you know what? I mean, what happens is, Debo came out in that second half, and you could see the urgency he had. You could see how quickly he wanted to get moving. Brock started getting into a rhythm. They kick a field goal on the first drive. They come back. You know, they stop him on that fourth down where it's 24 to 10, where Bosa gets a nice pass rush. Jarrett gets a little flustered. They throw it to Josh Reynolds. He drops it. Then they go down. They score. Then Jameer fumbles. Then they score again. And see, at that point, see, San Francisco starts thinking, this is what we were supposed to be doing all along. Detroit starts thinking, okay, well, you know, that conversation that we just had in the, in the locker room, all of a sudden that doubt starts creeping into your mind. As fans start going, you start realizing this is a pretty good football team they have over there. And you know what? Once your psyche starts to get fractured like that, it's just human nature, man, for some people to get tight. It's human nature for some people to start doing things that are out of character. And once you feel a certain rhythm coming for you where maybe you were doubting yourself initially and you start making some plays, all of a sudden you start feeling like, okay, here I go. And we've seen it on, we see it in youth sports. We see it in professional sports. I watch it with my 13-year-old son. He misses a few shots in, his, in the basketball game early. His shoulders are slumped, and I'm sitting there yelling at him from the stands, pick your head up. He hits a three-pointer. Next thing you know, he's flying up and down the court, and everything starts to roll. And that's how that game flipped. But I'm looking at the Lions in the fourth down decisions. I know we focused on this a lot. They didn't go for it at the end of the first half. They went for it twice in the second half. Mm -hmm. But if this is week five of the NFL, it's different. This yeah. is a chance to go to the Super Bowl. I have to factor that in with the decisions that I make. Because there's sort of that pucker power that, you know what? These are big, big moments there. Yep. Your your thoughts on Dan Campbell being Dan Campbell? Yeah, look, and, I, and I've kind of I've thought about this a lot because, look, I, I understand that Dan has taken the information, the win probabilities, the probabilities of success in those specific situations in terms of being able to convert, the probabilities in terms of how you know well how it affects, you know, maybe the probability of them winning the football game if he is to convert, what are the chances of convert? And, look, he's done that all year long, and so he stayed true to who he is, and he has continued to try and be very aggressive because they've had a a ridiculous amount of success being successful. I get it. Um, so I get that part of it. I think 
sometimes though when you when you decide okay so if you're going to in those situations like let's just talk about Josh Reynolds in particular on the first one all right yes Bosa had a great pass rush and it affected Jared Goff and it was a little bit of an off target throw but you know what if I'm going to go for it in those situations one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that the play that I have dialed up Come hell or high water, I'm trying to get it to the guy who I know is going to be the most consistent playmaker for me because he has been in the past too. If I'm going to remain consistent in terms of my aggression, then 14 is getting that ball somehow, some way if I'm throwing it. Amon Ra's the guy. He's not going to be a second or third option backside. He's the primary guy. And why wasn't he the guy? Why wasn't he the guy in those in that situation in particular? Because clearly Josh Reynolds was not able to rise to the occasion. It started getting his hit in his head. And I know maybe Jared Goff was just playing out the play, you know, and reading it out the way it's naturally supposed to be read out. But I'm telling you, if you're going to go ahead and be aggressive, then I'm definitely going to make sure it's about players over plays and I'm getting it to my best people. And I don't know if they necessarily did that. Um, and they're going to have to live with the results. Yeah, you just wonder. It's set up as well as it possibly could for the Lions, that you had the Cowboys bow out, you know, Tampa makes the playoffs, you don't worry about the Eagles. Uh, it just felt like, okay, you, you can beat San Francisco. Green Bay should have beaten San Francisco. And sure. you're up 24-7. to How do you yeah. think, how long does this one sting? Oh, it'll, it'll sting... It'll sting forever simply because there's no guarantee that they'll ever get back there, and he admitted that. But is this twenty-eight to three Falcons Patriots type of? I mean, I mean, obviously that's. I mean, obviously that's Super Bowl, but yeah, but I mean, yeah, it, it still, it still has that kind of lingering, like heartbreaking effect. Look, I remember my very first year um, working for, for Philadelphia in two thousand eight. We made it to the NFC Championship game against Kurt Warner and Arizona Cardinals down there in Arizona. And I remember thinking, man, we you know we got all the way here, and when we lost that game, I remember that flight home. Like, I mean, I didn't play the game; I was a scout there, and I was up in the booth helping that day. But it felt just rushing, and we never got close to getting back to that. Mm -hmm. Andy never got close getting back to that until he got to Kansas City. So it could be years; it could be years before they get back there again. And it's um, and, and you know what? And, and, I, and I'll tell you what. And I know people. You know, I've heard this morning people keep saying. Detroit gave that game to San Francisco. San Francisco didn't win it. Detroit lost it. Well, you know what? I, okay. I saw Brock Purdy make some very special plays. I saw all of a sudden Nick Bosa making some very special plays. I saw Fred Warner making some very special plays that it wasn't just Detroit giving it to him. They took it. And, yeah, I think that's what makes this game and as beautiful as it is and what makes it as heartbreaking as it is. Because when you're that close and you know that every single situation, every single decision will go down in history as far as whether or not you made it to a game like the Super Bowl or you were just a couple plays away, man, that, that's, that's, hard. that's hard to stomach. And I, and I don't necessarily think teams necessarily lose games like that. I think it's more about you know players making plays in crucial situations that really are able to rise to those to, to those moments. And you saw some guys rise to those moments yesterday and some guys not be able to rise to those moments. And I really think that that that's – I think we're, we're kind of cheating San Francisco to say 
they should have lost to Green Bay mm. or they should have lost yesterday. Yeah. No, in the biggest of moments, which is how we judge the great players who play this sport, guys like Brock Purdy made plays, Brandon Ayuk made plays, Nick Bosa made plays, Fred Warner made the plays. Tayshawn Gibson, he, he stripped Jameer Gibbs because he's been coached to do that. And in the most crucial moments, he made the play and Jameer didn't secure the football. That's what separates in those moments, man. And that's what's uh, – it was high drama yesterday. And, yeah, all of that together, it's got to be crushing for Detroit. Crushing. Good to talk to you, Lewis. Uh, hopefully we'll see you in Las Vegas. Thanks for joining us. That man. I'll see you there. That's Lewis Riddick, ESPN NFL college football analyst. I don't think Lewis made it any better for Lions fans there. Uh, Rob in Iowa. Hi, Rob. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Uh, let's see here. 5'10", 255. And I just wanted to uh, give my best and worst first. Uh, best of the weekend. Um, I'm a Niners fan as well as Marvin. And uh, I... Enjoyed the win, of course, to get us to the Super Bowl. And uh, I've been looking for a rematch with Casey for, you know, I've been, I I wanted to see another rematch with Casey. So good to see that. My worst is uh, them keeping the blood pressure up. Man, that first half was brutal. Yeah, it Uh, was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Second half uh, for the uh, opposing fan base. Thanks uh, for your best and worst of the weekend. Bruce in Alaska. Hey, Bruce, what's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Um, uh, for the life of me, I think you've forgotten some stuff, my friend. There's no way on God's green earth that Bart Starr and Johnny you were game managers. Okay, huge differences. They were going up to the line and whatnot. They were calling their own plays with a target on their back. They got they got the snot knocked out of them. But that's back. that's the part that they managed the game because they were able to call plays. They managed the game. Why is this a negative? They're Hall of Famers. They managed the game. They had Lombardi. He had Lombardi as his coach. You can't go willy nilly with uh, Lombardi. They ran the ball. They were known for running the ball. Like he managed the game. It's not a negative, Bruce. I'm not saying it's a negative. It's a, it's a fine point in semantics there. They were going up, and they were writing the music. These guys today, they have the sheet music provided them by a staff of coaches and all this technology. <laughs> they don't process all the stuff the same way. So it's just a matter of semantics, Dan. Do you think that Bart Starr was a game manager? No. Oh my God. I think Bart Starr, was, I think Bart Starr was, was Mozart. He went up. And he created. Okay. All right. Peyton Manning created when he went to the line. Bart Starr didn't create. Bart Starr, they were known for their running game. Lombardi famous for his running game. Paul Horning, Jim Taylor, that's what they did. Now, in the Super Bowl, certainly against Kansas City, Bart threw a couple of touchdown passes. Uh, But they weren't... Game manager is not a negative, folks. It means you, you understand. Yes, Paul. If you go back and look at Bart Starr and Johnny Nice's stats, nobody had 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns season. Nobody. There was no such thing. This is pre-Joe Namath, pre-Dan Fouts, all this stuff. But guys like uh, Bart Starr were having seasons with 
14 touchdowns and only three picks and 2,200 yards. And they ran, like you said, much more than they passed. Yes. But he mastered the passing game in, in small doses. He knew what to do and when to do it. That's all. It, you know, game manager means you don't have talent. That, that's how people are taking this. If I say that Tom Brady managed a game, that's the greatest quarterback of all time, right? It shouldn't be a negative. There are guys who don't manage a game. I always thought Michael Vick didn't manage the game. And, and it was to his detriment. Josh Allen sometimes doesn't manage the game. Certainly early in his career, he didn't. It's just understanding what to do, when to do it. Lamar Jackson didn't manage the game well at all yesterday, right? Didn't. Last interception, triple coverage. Brock Purdy, second half. He managed the game really well, ran the ball. Making a play when you need to make a play. It's not a negative, folks. But certainly when it's coming for me, it's not. Take a break. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year anything can happen last minute buzzer beaters gaps in health coverage but when the last one happens you need affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover you may have seen the affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches but did you know affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance look Health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash 
that can be put towards medical expenses like copays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Best and worst of the weekend. We'll take a spin around the infield here. Todd, I'll go with you first. Best of the weekend, Friday night at the Hawks. The Mavs' Luka Doncic scored 73 points along with 10 boards and 7 assists. Dallas wins 148-143 over Atlanta. Worst of the weekend, staying in the NBA. Another road performance Friday night. Devin Booker, the Suns, 62 points. Five boards, four assists, a steal, and two blocks, but... Phoenix loses at Indiana, 133-131. Booker had a chance to win at the buzzer, lost his footing, shot an air ball at the end. I'm watching the Luka game, and he's one of those guys that you don't know how how many points he has because it seems just sort of in the flow of the game, rhythm of the game. Like Kawhi would be like that. You go, how many is he got? And then, you know, they're going into halftime, and what did he have, 41? And I go, wait a minute. He's got – and I check the box score. And then all of a sudden, he ran out of gas, and then they started double-teaming him, triple-teaming him, finally got around to that. I, I think if they had just played man on him, he would have scored 80 at least. He, he, was, I mean, he only took, what, 30, 33 shots? Yeah, Paul? Yeah, he was 25 of 33 from the floor, 8 of 13 from three, 15 of 16 from the line, even had seven assists. Yeah. I, a little follow-up on that. Do you think the anniversary of Kobe Bryant – morphed into it a little bit like at halftime he was he said he was aware of it the 81 game and i wonder if at 80 he said the second half i'm gonna yeah but guys are aware of will chamberlain's 100 yeah. point every year and nobody goes you know i think i'm gonna go for a hundy almost like he stumbled into the first half and then he kind of focused on it uh yeah it, pretty amazing yeah seaton i would just the only difference being that people grew up watching kobe and he was like a hero yeah, yeah, you know yeah. wilt is a picture yeah but they all take that picture after they put up those big numbers. Yes, yeah, Eden. <laughs> uh, best and worst of the weekend, Eden. Uh, my best of the weekend, Dan Campbell. Dude, he believed in his team and went down doing things that way. Mm. I'll, I'll always back that 100%. Mm-hmm. My worst of the weekend, uh, people saying that's what cost them the game. I completely disagree with that. But my even more worster of the weekend, which could be a best. Draymond Green is back and better than ever. Yeah, great. He just so happened to have another one. I was just swiping at the ball, and it just so happened to hit that guy in the face. What do you want me to do yeah, about it? Of course. That lasted long. <laughs> uh, yeah, Paul. Well, you can't go cold turkey. You know, no, if no, you're no, weaning no. off something. Got to ease <laughs> back in. Yeah. <laughs> just it, pop a few guys. Yeah. I didn't knock him out. <laughs> Come on. Uh... Paulie, best and worst of the weekend? Dan, like a senator, I'm going to yield the floor for my best and worst. It was something pithy about a Division Three game anyway. I'm going to give it to our guy, our young producer, Picture Day Ray, who is a Lions fan. Lions. I'd like to bring him in oh. give him the floor. Oh, all right. Here's Ray, who's the producer on Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble, a uh, longtime diehard Lions fan, emphasis on die. And uh, Ray, best and worst of the weekend. Hi, Dan. Hey, Ray. So, worst of the weekend... There's a lot of places where I could start. Uh, Gibbs's fumble was tough. The missed interception was was tough. But the worst, Dan, was uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Six minutes left to play in the second quarter. We're up 27. He's waving goodbye to the 49ers crowd as if we already won the game. Uh, that one was tough for me to see. Uh, best of the weekend? There's no best of the weekend for me here. Um, I've been waiting for this for 25 years. 
um, and my hopes and dreams were crushed from one bad half of football. Did you cry yesterday? I came close, and like he's talked about at the, before the show, I did almost call out today. But I figured every day is the Super Bowl. have to be here. Not for you. Not for the Yeah, not for us. Yeah. So, it's been tough. It's been tough. And you also bet the Lions' money line. Yeah, that was uh, – so I did – my biggest bet of my life was Lions plus seven and Lions' money line. I was able to get the seven, but, yeah, they got me with the uh, – they got me with. Are me, you yeah. okay? Yeah, no, nah, I had some popcorn. It stuck in my throat. <laughs> you the know, old popcorn. A good yeah, way to prepare for your yeah. big segment, bud. Yeah, exactly. Well yeah. But it's just not a good day, Dan. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good day. All right. Well, thank you, Ray. Thanks yeah. for sharing. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks for sharing. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Marvin, best and worst of the weekend. I don't know if I can top that. Uh, LeBron James, thirty-six points, twenty rebounds, twelve assists, and a double OT win. Uh, other best of the weekend. I watched Griselda on Netflix with Sofia Vergara. Griselda's the uh, drug queen pin yeah. in the 1980s. Phenomenal. They tried to uglier her up, and it didn't work. So Sofia Vergara yeah. still looks great. Yeah, she was she was so good in it. Mm, okay. I stayed up until about 1 in the morning watching all six episodes. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Maybe I'll give it a spin there. Sofia Vergara. Final hour on the way. We will talk to Jason McCourty, NFL Network, former defensive back. He was on the call for the Ravens and the Chiefs. More of your phone calls as well. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Embrace a new year with a new style of whiskey, Keeper's Heart Irish American Whiskey. Crafted by a legendary Irish distiller, a unique blend of smooth Irish whiskey, bold American whiskey that has garnered over 130 awards in just two short years. Whether crafting St. Patty's Day cocktails or finding the perfect gift for the occasions like Mother's Day, Keeper's Heart, perfect choice. Personalize a label for free on their website. Use the code DAN24 for $10 off your order at KeepersHeartWhiskey.com. The human soul requires a minimum daily requirement of entertainment. But listening to a podcast? Like what you're doing now? Yeah, that doesn't count. Welcome to the world of MGM Rewards, where they have the greatest live shows on earth, the biggest names in sports, the best chefs on the planet, and the most unforgettable nights of your life. This is way beyond watching a 20-second clip on your phone. This is all the entertainment you could handle, and then some. So, join MGM Rewards now and visit MGMResorts.com to book your next Vegas getaway. Welcome to the show.